As Amazing Grace plays softly in the background, getting getting close here on the election. It, it, November third inches closer day by day, and we we are dealing with uh, the continued fallout. From Joe Biden's latest uh, idiotic comment. Um, so we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, the United States has a new super weapon. I guess you could call it that. Um, and possible vice presidential candidate for the Joe Biden ticket. Um, in generality, the uh, 2020 election is uh, starting to Starting to um, resemble uh, starting to resemble twenty sixteen. Uh, you know, Trump is behind in some polls, he's behind in swing states. He's, um, you know, behind with independents and women and black voters. And, you know, she, uh, she is, or he is, uh, Shit fire. Lost my train of thought. You know, Trump's behind in about everything. Uh, but with the unknown Trump voters that are hard to poll, and also the people that are afraid to admit to being Trump voters for fear of retribution... Uh, things will probably go his way. I personally think that he is going to win the popular and the electoral college vote because he, um, it, it, 
how the hell can you vote for, you know, Joe Biden when, I mean, you know, he, well, some people are just stupid, I guess, that's how, but, um, he's looking at, you know, looking down the barrel of quite, uh, you know, the loaded gun proverbially, um, don't, don't want to invoke, uh, you know, thoughts or anything of, um, you know, Trump's, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue comment there, but this, you know, idea that you can have a totally senile person, and he was pretty, uh, coherent the other day, but, uh, even though he made a stupid remark about, uh, if you don't vote for me, you're not black, but, okay, so, this is where we stand with our presidential election, uh, (laughs) 2016, uh, you know, you had the Donald, and frankly, I think he, you know, does a good job, and I think he's a successful person, but he, you know, he was considered the worst presidential candidate ever. He said about four or five things a week that would have destroyed a normal campaign however now you have joe biden who does the same thing i mean you know the stupid comments about you know poor kids are just as smart as white kids uh the comment at the swimming pool about how kids you know used to run their hands down his hairy legs and he, that's how he learned a lot about kids and cockroaches. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But uh, let me get to this interesting article I saw on my uh, MSN news feed. Um, the United States Navy has tested a high-energy l- laser that can destroy an aircraft in mid-flight. Uh, according to the Pacific Fleet. Uh, Images and video provided by the Navy show the amphibious transport dock ship USS Portland executing a first system level implementation of a high-energy class solid-state laser to disable an aerial drone, the statement said. The images show the laser emanating from the deck of the warship. Short video clip shows what appears to be a drone burning. 
The Navy did not give specific, the specific location of their weapons. System demonstrator test saying only it occurred in the Pacific on May 16th. The, powerful, the power of the weapon was not disclosed, but a 2018 report from International Institute for Strategic Studies said it was expected to be a 150-kilowatt laser. Uh, by, by conducting advanced by conducting advanced at-sea tests, UAVs and small crafts will be will gain valuable information on the capabilities of solid-state laser weapons system. The solid-state weapons, yeah, system, whatever, against potential threats. Uh, this is important, and there's a picture here. That the picture itself is like red, and then you see the outline of a ship with a bright white light on the deck, and then you see a solid white line going across this, the screen. So I assume that's the laser beam. Uh, this is important because, um, you know, our enemies cannot take us head-to-head. -head. The United States military is so advanced and so powerful, uh, with the exception of, you know, say China, Russia, and, you know, maybe a small handful of others. There aren't many forces out there that can compete with the United States militarily. And that's a good thing. You know, strength or freedom through strength, like Reagan used to say, right? Um, what you want is not to be the bully on the block and not to be the world policeman, but to be somewhere in the middle. And, you know, with new technology... Uh, our enemies are using things like drones to get up close to ships, uh, you know, and even, you know, they use small pirate vessels. And, you know, the big cannons on the deck of a ship are not made to take down uh, a tiny little boat. They're made to take down other you know, vessels of a similar size, etc. Uh, they're not made to take down a drone. Uh, with this laser, you know, it can probably, I would imagine, you know, point itself uh, at the target, lock on, and stay locked on, versus the old way of a guy with a large caliber gun or small caliber uh, cannon, for lack of a better term, trying to aim it at an incoming plane, drone, or vessel. Uh, I mean, the, the, these uh, Iranians are basically coming at United States Navy ships, harassing them in uh, 
you know, the same type of boat that you or I might go fishing in uh, out on the sea. If we went deep sea fishing, for example, and, you know, they're just harassing and pestering our Navy ships with, uh, you know, peppering them with small arms, fire, or, uh, you know, uh, assault rifles. Uh, I wouldn't say mach maybe machine guns. I guess you could put machine gun on a boat. Um, I'm speaking, when I say machine guns, I'm talking 50 caliber machine guns, not, you know, like dummy crats that call an AR-15 a machine gun. And that's why I was trying to not say assault rifle, but with a military rifle, like an AK-47 or whatever the uh, Iranian army or terrorists carry, uh, probably whatever they can get their hands on. You know, they get on a fishing boat and they come around our Navy ships and harass the, the Navy ship. And then it's up to a sailor to try to point a deck-mounted gun down at them or something of that nature. Uh, maybe even return fire with a, another rifle. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, these lasers <laughs> will definitely uh, tear up a, uh, a fishing boat with some uh, terrorists from the Iranian army on them. And they will sh shoot down any uh, drones or whatnot that our uh, enemies point at our naval ships. So uh, this is modern warfare. This is 21st century warfare, right? This is what we see, we saw in the movies and, you know, G.I. Joe and whatever growing up in cartoons and, hell, even Star Wars. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty impressive. Um, maybe before too long, we're going to have, uh, you know, uh, laser guns. I don't know. Uh, you know, set the, the taser to stun Captain Kirk and whatever. Uh, even Star Wars, they could set their blasters to stun. Uh, but uh, pre pretty cool. And you know something else too, um, you know, these laser weapons have been around or in development, I'm sure, for years. I've been reading about them for a long time. But uh, I was thinking the other day, um, I think our president is a Trekkie. Uh, for those of you that aren't nerds, a Trekkie is a Star Wars fan or Star, oh Jesus. I just called myself a Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm a Luke Skywalker, Han Solo mofo. Uh, but uh, I think our president is a Trekkie. It, the uh, Star Trek fans are called Trekkies. And uh, for those of you that didn't know what a Trekkie was. But if you look at you know, some of his <laughs> initiatives and things. Uh, they're the uh, race to create a coronavirus vaccine 
or the mission, if you will, to create a coronavirus vaccine is called Operation Warp Speed. I believe that's a Star Trek term, not a Star Wars term. Also, you know, the Space Force logo and flag quite resemble the Star Trek television program logo and the logo that was on the shirts of the uh, Star Trek characters. You know, they had a little emblem on the chest of their shirts. That's what the Space Force logo looks like. And I don't know how much Trump had to do with designing that logo, but it's just funny how, how goes it, you know, uh, how pop culture drifts over into other things and vice versa, you know, uh, with the terminology and the flags and, uh, different things of that nature. But, um, let's, uh, move it along. I guess you don't call this a gaffe anymore. It was something that Joe Biden said purposely. Uh, he's not walked it back and said, oh, I made a mistake. He says things like, well, I was too cavalier when I said that, meaning I was too brash or I was too forthright in my speech, my speaking, when he said, if you're having a trouble figuring out if you're going to vote for me or for Trump, you ain't black. He really was questioning the, quote, blackness, unquote, of black voters. And this is something that's sensitive uh, in the black community. Um, you know, black folks are proud of their black ancestry and roots. Uh, now, Amy Klobuchar has come to uh, try and mend the relationship with the black community and uh, Joe Biden. The headline from the Washington Post reads, Klobuchar, amid Biden VP search, scrambles to fix relations with the black community. Um, just before February South Carolina primary, Klobuchar landed a coveted chance to address African-American leaders when the black activist and journalist Ronald Martin learned about it. He was outraged. Amy Klobuchar is, um, you know, just your run-of-the-mill European 
white person who attends the Church of Christ in Minnesota. Uh, this article goes on to say, Martin fired off a text to Al Sharpton, the longtime civil rights leader hosting the event. How could he offer such a valuable platform to Klobuchar, who felt he, who he felt had ignored the black community and brushed off interview requests? Um, right now, Klobuchar is making a drive to be Joe Biden's running mate. Uh, her strained relations with African Americans, the tension rooted in part in her Minneapolis area prosecutor days, um, hurt her presidential aspirations and have come storming back to the spotlight now that she's increasingly seen as a top candidate to join the ticket. So Biden had said that his running mate was going to be a black woman. Amy Klobuchar is anything but anything but a black woman. And her uh <clears throat> her uh, credibility with the black community has often been questioned. Um, in see here, in response, Klobuchar is e e urgently courting the black community. In recent weeks, she has aggressively reached out to African American groups, introduced a voting rights bill joined an NAACP town hall, worked with black leaders and interview and granted interviews to African-American journalists. So she is uh, buttering up to the black community. <sighs> Taking a smoke break there, guys. Um, she's buttering up in, in an attempt to, uh, be on that ticket, uh, even though she's not the African American or, uh, black woman that Biden promised, um, some back to the article, but some say it's too late to improve her standing after decades of friction in the next two weeks. I don't know what. I don't know that what that would look like, said Rashad Robinson, executive director of of the Color of Change, a racial justice nonprofit. I don't know what they're talking about two weeks, but as this article says, as a county prosecutor, Klobuchar was too harsh towards non-white defendants particularly African-Americans, critics say. And as a U.S. senator, she has done little to help the black community. In seriously considering Klobuchar, Biden's camp is making 
quote, a dangerous and reckless choice, said Amy Allison, a leading activist for women of color. I do believe Joe Biden has walked back on his statement that his VP would be a black woman. Now, he did say that. I did see those words come out of his mouth. Uh, and now he's, he's going back and say, well, no, no, I guarantee it's going to be a woman. So that's probably where this uh, uh, push from Klobuchar is coming from. Now, there's also the constant rumor of a Biden-Hillary ticket, which would uh, <laughs> be about as dead in the water as one of those boats I was just talking about with a laser beam pointed at it. Uh, <laughs> that would, that would just sink like a, a lead balloon. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Biden, Hillary, right? Oh Lord, help us. So, NAACP, group I have a lot of respect for. Um, and always have, not just because I'm reading this article. Uh, the NAACP, this is, what's the source? Fox News. Uh, okay, Fox News, NAACP pushes back on Biden's claim it endorsed him after you ain't black fur. I almost said Fuhrer. Fuhrer. The NAACP on Friday pushed back a claim by presumptive Democrat nominee Joe Biden that the civil rights organization had endorsed him, quote, every time I've run, stating the group never endorses any political candidate. <laughs> Whoops, Joe. It, it won't matter because I'll be the only one talking about this. Um, yesterday, former Vice President made a comment about the NAAC's endorsement. The statement by Derek Johnson, President and CEO of the NAACP, said, We want to clarify the NAACP is a non-partisan organization and does not endorse candidates for political office at any level. So, there's another lie by Biden. Uh, that he's been endorsed by the NAACP every time. Uh, will anybody other than this Fox News article I just read, uh, and, you know, will anybody other than me report on this? You know, uh, I would say probably not. Um, and it's newsworthy. I mean, you know, if he's lying to... Black people saying, hey, the NAACP has endorsed me, has endorsed me, or is endorsing me. That's, that's a big lie. That's, that's big time because, uh, you know, a lot of black people will say, well, hey, the NAACP endorsed him. 
we should vote for him. And it also takes away from the NAACP's nonpartisan stance on elections, uh, you know, and diminishes that. Uh, it's, um, you know, it, it's just, you know, showing that, you know, I'm going to lie to black people to get their votes and that I'm not taking them seriously. I'm not taking the black community seriously. And on this uh, Breakfast Club, this show, The Breakfast Club, with um, what was the host name? Syndicated radio show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, the guy had, like, oh, here it is. And of course, I can't pronounce his. Char Charlemagne the God on Breakfast Club with Char Charlemagne the God, the God, the spelled with an A, God capitalized on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. You know, Trump or pardon me, Biden was you know saying all this stuff about well, Trump this, Trump that, and Charlemagne the God said. This ain't about Trump. I want to hear what you have, you're going to do about my community or for my community. And that's what, you know, sent Biden off on his thing. Uh, Biden's Breakfast Club controversy shows what his rivals already knew is the title of this New York Times article. Uh, as summer wound down, it became apparent the show's three hosts, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy, that Mr. Biden would not be joining them. They offered to have a black surrogate on the show, Charlemagne said earlier this year. Okay, so they were trying to get him to come on their show last summer. Um... And the article goes on to say, but the candidate's unwillingness to appear on the show made Charlemagne feel uneasy, he said. It seemed to him that speaking directly to black voters wasn't a priority for Mr. Biden, especially since nearly every other Democratic candidate had been a guest by that time, by the time Mr. Biden had entered the race. On Friday morning, Mr. Biden was finally, finally made it onto the show for a tense 18-minute interview. Handling host duties on the segment, which was broadcast on the show's YouTube channel, Charlemagne asked Biden about marijuana legalization and the possibility of a black woman running mate. He also challenged Mr. Biden on his history with the 1994 crime bill, which a lot of uh, people, this is my take, not the article. A lot of people feel the 1994 crime bill, which was a big thing for Clinton uh, and the Democrats who controlled the House and Senate at that time, uh, was to get tough on crime and have like a three strikes you're out rule 
where if you commit, you know, three felonies, that's it. You are in jail for uh, life or a set number of years, period. Um, Joe Biden was outspoken about this as a public defender and reminded Charlemagne that he had been endorsed by the NAACP. Um, Biden, I do believe, supported the crime bill in 94. All in all, Mr. Biden seemed defensive, but to have fared well enough in the interview that he managed to put off for nearly a year. But in the final minute of the conversation, the gaff prone the gaff prone candidate had a misstep. Quote. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. The social media response was swift and critical. To many black Americans, that comment seemed to confirm what Charlemagne had thought when Biden offered to send a surrogate in his place. In their view, the presumptive Democratic nominee underestimates black voters, sees them as a monolith, and takes their support for granted. Uh, and that says Mr. Biden later apologized. The article goes on to say black people, quote, black people saved your political life in the primary this year. Oh, man. Hold on a second. So, um, okay, go back to the article here. Quote, Black people saved your political life this pro in the primary this year. They have things they want from you, and one is a black woman running mate. Charlemagne, whose given name is Leonard Larry McKelvey, said to Mr. Biden during Friday night or during Friday's broadcast. Biden campaign. Declined to comment on the interview. It's offered to send a surrogate on the show and its long-standing invitation to appear had been. Charlemagne had been critical of Mr. Biden throughout the campaign, saying on CNN in September that he appears to be suffering from the same white entitlement, privilege, and ego, and that he falsely assumes black voters would support him no matter what. That's been a trademark of the Democratic Party um, since the 1960s, uh, when the you know the big switch happened. Up until you know 60-ish, when Kennedy came along, blacks always voted Republican because of Lincoln and you know the end of slavery. And of course, the you know Democrat Party 
was always the party of the Southern Cracker, and they were the party of Jim Crow and segregation. Um, and I believe they still are. They just mask it well. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, up until the 60s, you know, predominantly black folks voted Republican. Uh, and then after about 20 years of voting Democrat, you know, in the 80s and 90s, when I got involved in politics, uh, well, I got involved at the end of the 90s, 1998. Um, it was like a given that, you know, black people would always vote Democrat. And uh, it was just, you know, my grandfather voted Democrat, my father voted Democrat, so I'm a Democrat kind of thing. And a lot of young Democrats were very adamant that the party needed to change and needed to stop assuming that they would always just garner the black vote. And one young Republican, namely me, <clears throat> said that the Republican Party needed to reach out to the black community and needed to make inroads or just reach out because uh, a lot of black people share the morals and values of the traditional Republican Party, you know, the family, the church, and so on. So, uh, you know, Biden, I think, is an old school Democrat, and he's probably prejudiced. He's a rich old white guy that's made uh, made wealth off of being in government office uh, for he, his son, and his family, which is sad that that's what our, you know, public servants do. But uh, Biden's not a public servant. He's a politician. You know, Donald Trump has lost wealth in his time as president. Um you know, and I don't, I don't know the particulars of that, but, you know, he's gone from being worth like $8 billion to a mere $6 billion. I say that in sarcasm. Uh, it may be, it's something like that. He's lost about $2 billion in wealth, like he needed that $2 billion, right? Um, but, you know, that's what happens in politics. I mean, you know, somebody doesn't like your stand on an issue, and if you stand for an issue, they stop doing business with you. But, you know, Trump has done for the black community, uh, you know, more than Biden. You know, and Trump's been in, you know, pre well, been president a lot less time than Biden's been in public office. Let's put it this way. Let's just look at what Trump's done as president more money to historic black colleges, the criminal justice reform, uh, the opportunity zones, okay, just to name three. Those are things that, you know, Democrats always promised, and, you know, they, they throw money at, like, the, maybe they throw money at the inner city and say, hey, we, we spent some money there. Well, you know, that, 
that doesn't do much. Or they say that they're going to, you know, fight for you. They, if they've been fighting this time, they ain't very good fighters, you know. Um, but, you know, Trump worked with uh, Senator Scott and Senator Booker and got opportunity zones in poor areas, particularly black populated areas and lowered black unemployment record uh, ratings to record lows. So there's something President Trump's done for the black community that Democrats have always promised. Now Biden, I don't know what he's ever promised to the black community, probably nothing. He said, you know, he voted to extend the Voting Rights Act for 25 years. Well, you know, look, it was the, the Voting Rights Act came along because the Democrat Party was uh, stopping black people from being allowed to vote. <laughs> and then, you know, what, 30 years after it passed, he votes to extend it. Okay, what else did you do? You know, I mean, come on, how how much more political uh, of a softball could there be? If he didn't vote to extend the Voting Rights Act, then he would have obviously been uh, anointed as a racist cracker. But, you know, it, it was an easy vote. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the voting... Uh, record was on that uh it was i think it was anyway i don't know what you know who voted on that and how they voted other than joe biden voted for it but i'm pretty sure it didn't have a hell of a lot of opposition okay unless there were some bullshit uh things shoved in there like some pork barrel projects and so on and so forth but who knows what democrats try to sneak in the bills and even some Republican politicians try to sneak things into bills like the Voting Rights Act, uh, you know, like a new street or new road in their district or uh, something like that. But anyway, that's it for tonight. Uh, hit a few things up here. Uh, apparently, you know, Joe Biden's a jackass and doesn't respect black black voters um amy klobuchar uh may be joe biden's running mate or at least she thinks she's going to be and uh the united states navy has a new advanced super weapon laser uh to protect our sailors airmen and marines or navy fighter pilots i should say um <clears throat> With that, thank you very much for listening. God bless you. I love you. Pray for one another and have a splendid day.